Welcome to the Mission Mill Spouse Podcast, the longest running podcast of its kind. Carrying on the 18-year legacy of Army Wife Talk Radio, we have now expanded our community to include all military spouses of all branches and all components. We are so glad you're here. Thank you for joining us as we empower military spouses to conquer adversity, foster confidence, and thrive in this military life. Now, here are your podcast hosts, your Mission Mill Spouse command team. Hey there, Mission Mill Spouse listeners, and welcome back to another minicast episode of the Mission Mill Spouse podcast, the longest running podcast of its kind. Here at Mission Mill Spouse, we aim to empower and connect our military audience and encourage you to live your best mill spouse life. My name is Sarah Robichaud. I am your director of admin, and this is episode number 1019, Home for the Holidays, Mill Spouse Edition. Most of you will be familiar with the holiday tune, There's No Place Like Home for the Holidays. And no, I will not be singing in this episode. You are welcome. The holidays often conjure up thoughts and images of families gathering together for meals, going over the river and through the woods, and overall feelings of joy and nostalgia. And while this is also true for our military families, the holiday season can sometimes also present unique challenges and situations to our community. Today, I want to chat with you about what it is like going home for the holidays as a military spouse, pros and cons style, based on my own experiences, and then share a few tips with you to hopefully make this season as holly jolly as you want it to be. Now, when I am talking about going home, what I mean is the place that you travel to to be with your family of origin or your loved ones for the holidays. For some, myself included, that might be your parents' house or your in-laws' house. It could be your childhood hometown or wherever your parents have decided to retire. It could be a grandparent's house, your fun, crazy aunt's apartment in the city, or even college station for all of our Aggie listeners. Once you've got that picture in your mind of what home looks like to you, let's talk about the ups and downs of returning to that place as a military spouse and family. One pro of going home for the holidays means that you get to spend time with family. You get to reconnect with loved ones and friends that you haven't seen in a while, weeks, months, maybe years. Military families, we often have extended family or friends who are unable or sometimes unwilling to travel great distances to visit us. And so this is really our chance to spend quality time with them. The downside to that is one and the same, that traveling home for the holidays means time spent with family, which is not always a positive for every family. For many, the distance that military life creates can be welcome and sometimes intentional, and visiting home can cause a lot of anxiety and frustration. For others, the distance might not have been intentional in the beginning, but perhaps you grew accustomed to going it alone for a long time, and now this sudden influx of people and attention in your life might feel overwhelming. And there's nothing wrong with either one of these situations. Uh, There are often two sides to the family coin when it comes to the holidays, and both can really benefit from setting boundaries, which I will talk about in just a few minutes. Another pro of uh, going home for the holidays is that you get a break from the military world for a while. If your spouse has a demanding job or is deployed, or if you live on a military installation, or if you're just living through you know, a really challenging season of life. Sometimes stepping outside of the military bubble can feel like this giant breath of fresh air. The military lifestyle can sometimes feel 
claustrophobic and heavy, especially if you live on a small installation where everyone lives, eats, sleeps, breathes military 24 hours a day. Um, and outside of a military homecoming, there is almost no better feeling in the world than when your spouse gets to come home in December, signs out on leave, and starts growing that magical block leave mustache. The con to that, besides the mustache, is that you are usually the one who does all of the traveling. Statistically, as a military family, you most likely don't live near your family of origin. I know there are exceptions to this, so if this doesn't apply, feel free to skip ahead about, I don't know, 20 seconds or so. I know that a lot of us have aging parents and busy siblings and grandparents who might have um, health or mobility issues, and things like that make it tricky or even impossible for them to visit us. However, having to always be the ones traveling adds a great deal of mental, physical, and financial strain to what is already a stressful season for many families. And often to add insult to injury when you do finally get to where you're going, a lot of friends or family who might live just outside of your town might ask you to travel a little bit further to visit them as well instead of them coming to you where you are. And so at the end of the day, traveling home for the holidays can make for a very busy, expensive, stressful season for a lot of families. Another addition to my pro traveling home for the holidays list is having help and support, which is huge. This should have been my number one. If you don't have children, you might find that visiting home helps fill your love tank, so to speak. You will get quality time with your loved ones. Maybe your mom cooks dinner for you. Your niece walks your dog. Your family sits down to watch Sunday football together. Instead of you doing all of these things on your own, at your military home. If you do have kids, hopefully your families are helpful and they can take over some of those kid-related responsibilities for a while, maybe giving you and your spouse some much-needed downtime, a date night, or at minimum just a chance to put your feet up, take a load off, something you typically can't do you know, without that village around you. The inverse of that um, is if you find yourself having to explain or even defend your military lifestyle to your family and friends, who maybe don't fully understand why you never visit, why you live so far away. Perhaps they don't support the lifestyle at all. Having to attend family gatherings, and I can speak to this firsthand, having to deal with the questions like, where do you live? I can't keep up. Do your kids remember who we are? We missed you so much. We wish you had been there. These sort of low blow, passive aggressive questions that may or may not have good intentions, um, they tend to stir up a lot of feelings of guilt for a male spouse and a family about this life of service that we have chosen to live, which, you know, isn't super fun for anyone and definitely doesn't create that fet festive atmosphere that we're all looking for. Now, I'm sure I'm missing a few pros and cons. Um, feel free to add them to the comments on the website or social media. I'm trying to hit the big ones that uh, most people can relate to in some manner. But for now, I do want to take a moment to pivot and just to talk briefly about a few ways that you can manage some of these ups and downs and how to take care of yourself and your family while traveling for the holidays. So numero uno is to set boundaries, which I mentioned before. Boundaries are super duper important in all kinds of relationships. They are helpful in healthy relationships and they are absolutely necessary in unhealthy ones. They could be something as simple as just letting your family know what time your kids go to bed or how many cookies they're allowed to have after dinner and sticking to it. It could look like staying at a hotel instead of staying at someone's home or it could even look like agreeing to only meet in public places for dinner. 
boundaries exist on this sliding scale of intensity. And I strongly encourage you to uh, look at your family and to set the healthy boundaries within your family to make sure that everyone can enjoy the season. Numero dos, if you know that you will be traveling for the holidays, uh, start planning and budgeting at least six months prior. And I realize that I am saying this a couple months too late. The holidays are notoriously an expensive and hectic travel time. So being able to get the flight that you want that fits your schedule, that hopefully fits your kid's sleep schedule, it's huge. It's even better if you have the time to save up points to help pay for flights. If you're driving, you will want to make sure to give yourself plenty of wiggle room to accommodate for traffic and car troubles and weather delays. Um, basically, always have a plan B and a plan C when you're traveling. If you are trying to travel space A as a military dependent, I strongly encourage you to do your research and to check out our blog about space A for all of the details that you need to know. Unfortunately, it is not as simple as booking a Southwest flight and showing up at the airport. So I will probably go ahead and link that blog for you in the show notes if you need it. Uh, numero trace, check in with your physical health and your mental health as well as that of your spouse and your kids if you've got them. If you find yourself needing a break from the festivities, it's okay. You can take a break. You can tell your dad, hey, I want to sleep in tomorrow morning. You can ask your sister to watch your kids so you can go for a walk by yourself and blast 90s rap music in your ears. You can go to the movies with your spouse, or if they're deployed, you can call them on FaceTime without interruptions. If you find yourself feeling bogged down, overwhelmed and detached, I would like for you to take a moment and reflect on what it is that you need. The holidays can be a real doozy for your mental health for many people. So please don't be afraid to speak up or to reach out for help. If you find that you are really having a difficult time, you're really struggling, um, please remember this number, 988. 988 is a national crisis and suicide hotline that you can call for help, no strings attached. My last piece of advice for you is if traveling for home, traveling home for the holidays is going to make you miserable, if it's going to make you bankrupt, if it's going to add just too many things to your already overloaded to-do list, or if God forbid you are PCSing during the holidays, which I can say from experience is a is a whole thing. Let me tell you uh, that it is okay to sit this one out. Sometimes the best course of action is no action. So if mom wants to know why you're not coming home, you can just tell her, Sarah said, it's okay. The holidays are meant to be a happy time. And if staying home in your jammies and drinking eggnog and watching Elf on repeat is what will bring you joy this year, then do it. All right, I am going to wrap this thing up. While it might not feel like the holiday season, maybe in Hawaii or Destin or Guam, it is certainly starting to feel festive up here in Detroit. And I know that we all have things to do as we approach the holidays. So I want to say that I super duper appreciate you taking the time to listen to this episode. We absolutely cannot do this without you and your support. So as you begin your journey home for the holidays, or as you stay put at your current duty station, I would just like to say that I wish everyone a safe and a joyful holiday season from my family to yours. This is your Mission Mill Spouse Command Team signing out. We'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to the Mission Mill Spouse podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to share it with your tribe and leave us a five-star review. Subscribe to our podcast on the podcast app of your choice to catch episodes that drop every Monday and Thursdays each week. 
You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, or LinkedIn at Mission Mill Spouse. Snag some sweet freebies by signing up for our newsletter, The Sit Rep. And finally, if you'd like to join us on our mission to serve military spouses, consider making a tax-deductible donation on our website or email partner at missionmillspouse.org. Mission Mill Spouse, empowering you to navigate this military life since 2005.